0: Right, GM. I noticed that's how we start a lot of these. Always on the GM. Yes. Should we start with something else? Do you have a quote of the day? I don't. Just do it, Nike. There you go. That's the first one that came to mind. All right. Okay. my God. Can I start with an apology? <laughs>
1: uh, Who is this going out to? I think...
0: Well, based on the fact that we had 16 listeners max on episode two, probably just you. <laughs> Last week, I was, I was completely smashed. Like, at first thing in the morning, I...
1: Smash, uh, let's clarify, not, not being drunk,
0: but no, no, of no, like no, no, not, no. Feeling not feeling 100%. Not feeling, barely feeling 20%, to be fair. <laughs> it was a lot happening. So, obviously, just getting back, I was mm. just not feeling myself at all. What if that was like the best episode ever? That would mean that I would need to get into that state again, and that would <laughs> not be great to to be to be frank. So yeah, it probably yeah. wasn't. So we'll, we'll just go with that one. That's my assumption, anyway.
1: Okay. All right. What's going on?
0: Big question. Um, I don't want to say not much because there's quite a bit going on mm. work-wise. Quite a lot. Obviously, it got back from, from Pakistan last week and then just been getting back into the flow of, getting back into the groove of things, I suppose.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. It's been tough, man. Let's talk about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's Wha- tough? I think just getting back into the swing of things. Because mm. when, I mean, that's, how long was I off for? 10, 11 days? Even though, did I take my laptop? I did take my laptop with me but I wasn't really in the groove of work, kind of the regular meetings or anything like that. So kind of getting back and get it back into the flow is, yeah, it's a tough one. Mm. Just kind of getting back into that regular regular rhythm, a bit disjointed. Mm. Maybe just because it wasn't feeling great last week as well. It's like, ugh, just trying to get myself back up and running. But yeah, we're there. We're back, we're back in the flow now. Back okay. in the flow, yeah. How would I do it? I'm gonna thank my historical self for all the um all the action items and to do lists that I put together.
2: Mm. And it
0: helped me get back into the flow much quicker, probably than not doing that. But yeah, it was um it was a tough one to pick it back up. Good now though. Maybe if I had like a proper full-time job, it'd be a bit easier. Like, you know, the nine to five, you just kind of turn up and you get back into that regular pattern. But obviously, I don't have that. So what's been going on with you, man?
1: Yeah. Uh, Busy, busy, busy. Yeah. So What have you been busy with? Mainly work, really. Um, So been looped in, well, for the past month. um, Been looped in to help out on the operation side of things, of the business, Um, Trying to Mm -hmm. unblock some some challenges um so was in full execution mode um and there's also that realization or rather a confirmation that even though you're good at something if you don't enjoy it you just get burned down right or burned out
0: oh yeah We, we
1: spoke about that yes we did so that's what i'm feeling right now um just being in the trenches for the past month i feel like i need a break um
0: Yeah. That's really interesting. I've written down a question here
2: Mm.
0: that I thought about yesterday because of the conversations that we'd had in the past. Can you guess what that question is that I wanted to ask you? No. Have a wild guess. Just take one guess. Nothing comes to mind. Oh, my God. (laughs) What are your thoughts on holidays? Oh. Because... In the past, mm. maybe, I don't know, maybe the subconscious thing from the conversation that we had when we were running yesterday, um, I was wondering when would be a time for you to take a break.
2: Mm.
0: And I know back in the day, there was always a question I would ask myself of you, are you ready to take it? Or do you know when you mm. need to take a break? Yeah. So what are your thoughts on holidays or taking a break from from work?
1: So right now, or rather... In the past year, I try my best to, every quarter, um, to just take a break and mm. do a quarterly quarterly review of my life, I guess. Uh,
0: a quarterly review? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So
1: it's like, yeah, I got a report to sh- shareholders uh, <laughs> <laughs> quarter, every 90 days. <laughs> yeah. But essentially, yeah, yeah. So so that's what I, I used to do. Mm. And... I'm not very good at at that. Um, why miss... not? <sighs> That's a good question. So well, in in the past, it, it comes down to how how clear your goals are, really. Um,
0: why? And why now, does, why does taking uh, a break come down to how good your goals are? <laughs> so if
1: if you don't have a clear goal, you just mm. go with the flow, right? Like, why even stop to reflect? Just go with the flow, like whatever comes comes, right? Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's different this year. I know my three main things that I want to work on, um, and that's very clear to me right now. Have you shared them before? I don't think I've shared on on the podcast. Would you? I think I've shared it with you. Would you uh, share them right now? Uh, <laughs> I guess why not? <laughs> okay. You know, it's just, I think most of them we've, we've covered in throughout the, the episodes anyway. Okay. Um, first one. Oh, what me. is it? Yeah. <laughs> so three three main things I want to work on this year. Yeah. Um, the first one would be to to just be a little more open and trusting, uh, and building deeper relationships essentially with people. Okay. Um, why is that important? So in the past, I've always had this mindset. You you can call it ego. You can call it um, toxic masculinity. Where so my perspective is, as a man or as a leader of a team. Hmm. um, I'm gonna make this lower. Sure. You need to. You are expected to solve problems. Yes. And um, not show that you need help. And I realized that is not doing anyone any favors, especially myself. Yeah. Um, because you put so much pressure on yourself and you can't really function. At that up to, up to a certain point when the pressure is so high, mm. you're like, geez, I gotta handle all these things on my own. Yeah. And I have no one to talk to. I have no I, I don't feel like people will get it. Right? Um and my belief is that everyone has their own problems, right? right? Why should they listen to yours? So that was my mentality back then. And okay. I realized that's probably the wrong, wrong way to go about life, right? Um, so yeah, made that switch. And that's why for, for this year, I want to try something different. When did um, you make that
0: switch? What happened?
1: So I did my annual review <laughs> last <shareholders>. last year. <laughs> yeah, to shareholders. Um and I basically went through my personality test as well. Um so my what do you call that? There's this website called 16 personalities. Oh, um yeah. so I did that. Uh I I, mean, I I've done it before. I just didn't review the, the results again. So I, I reviewed my results again. Um I looked at my Enneagram results as well. And just looking at my personality. Mm. So it shows that yes I'm a, I'm an introvert and I tend to keep things on my own mm-hmm. t- to myself, which okay I I acknowledge that that is who I am.
2: Yeah.
1: Um and I know that right now being that person is not serving me. So if it's not moving me forward or helping me become happier or more satisfied with life, then I need to make, I need to take action to change it Okay. as, as difficult as it is going against my own personality. I know that if I don't change it, then I'm just going to be miserable. <laughs> so are you, you're not miserable.
0: Are you? No. Well, yeah, not lately. <laughs> not lately. Yeah. Why is that? i don't know uh let's talk about it because <laughs> if you're not measurable yeah. and you're pretty happy with how things are going are you maybe i'm hmm. putting words in your mouth are you pretty happy with where you're at right now and how things are going
1: i guess for the past month like i mentioned right it's um uh, it's pure execution and i just need a break right now yeah. um so in terms of t- okay coming back to 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 the goals right so am i making progress towards my goals i, I think that's how I'm, i would measure um am i satisfied or am i happy okay uh, which i know it's it's just one dimension right uh, like happiness is so much more than just achieving your goals mm. um but if i were to just measure against how I'm progressing towards my goals uh it's it's all right so first goal I think opening up more i've I've made progress with that I would say um with the people around me amaze
0: yeah how have you done that what are the things that you've done differently so far
1: just being more open really just speaking and what does being that more mean? <laughs> okay so being vulnerable okay let's just put it that way It's setting aside that hey, I need to be strong. Or I can't show my weakness. So yeah. And that's basically it. And asking for help. Whenever I face a challenge Mm. and I know or I feel that hey, yeah, something's not right, I
0: I just speak my mind. Um Do you still associate that asking for help with a, a sign of weakness? Honestly?
1: Um, I'm, so, I'm trying to think of the last time I asked for help or when I needed to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't think of an instance, actually.
0: Mm. Uh, I can. Mm. Um, with you. And maybe it's not actually asking for help, more of is it an accountability partner maybe not this podcast mm. and I've seen uh, so other people have spoken to me about doing podcasts before even I've spoke about doing a podcast before a long time back mm. and I even reached out to one of my guys one of my guys one of my friends two of my friends uh, one of them is on a radio show and the other one that was on hits hits fm mm. and the other one uh is on a radio show uh, on bfm this was a long time back um, and it didn't go anywhere and I regret that and one of the reasons why I think it didn't go anywhere because it was an idea That didn't get traction because I didn't share it with anybody else And I've seen that on multiple occasions with people I know right now Who are trying to run a podcast on their own and they're trying to do everything on their own mm. only when you asked me about doing a podcast not exactly asking for help but as soon as you share the idea with somebody else and it gets a little bit of traction and we start to have conversations. You start to go much further. Now we're eight, nine weeks in to actually doing this. Mm -hmm. So it's this idea of, well, if If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Mm -hmm. I would argue that it's kind of both. Sometimes if you don't share it with somebody else, you don't go anywhere at all. Mm. Good job for speaking your mind. Yeah. what else so
1: this is the first one. Second one would be just building up my like a successful coaching practice that that was my second goal um oh yeah and so far i've not made any well i i've i've created like the self-awareness curriculum but i've not marketed it i've not done much of it um, do you need to market it well it should market itself as people find value uh, I just need to get in and more hands or more eyeballs. Do you? Yeah. And also, I need to promote or rather tell people that I do offer coaching. So that's something that I've not done, mm. right? Um, I'm falling behind. Uh, although, I, I would argue that this podcast would directly drive traffic <laughs> towards that the coaching side of uh my brand let's just call it that
0: yeah and, and there it is why should anybody get coaching from you what is your brand mm. so should you really be marketing the curriculum
2: mm.
0: and it's not that the curriculum would market itself but in terms of min Lee as a brand as a coach like this is another <laughs> it's funny how these things work out right what do you stand for
2: Mm.
0: And why would somebody want to be coached by you? What are your beliefs from a progress point of view, from a coaching point of view, what you can deliver from who you are mm. rather than the curriculum itself? Uh, there is a I'm sure there's a book out there, you know, this idea of people buy you first. Mm. I still think that rings true. So how many people are aware of you mainly as the brand and what you stand for? I think this is um. I think this is quite a common problem, because you're the product,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and how many people are aware of you as the as the product, and how you getting that message out there. So if you think about your curriculum, if mm-hmm. you try and market market the curriculum, you're you're selling the curriculum, mm-hmm. but if you're speaking your truth or being honest with yourself and putting yourself out there on the right channels where your audience is going to hang out then you don't really need you're not you're not selling anything
3: mm-hmm. you're
0: just talking about who you are and what you believe this is a, this idea behind the push and pull factor mm-hmm. right when you start to I mean, when you start to uh, associate, we spoke about this before. If you're in the right communities, on the right channels, and you're talking about the stuff that you believe in and how you want to operate and and what you want to give back, that is a that is a big pull factor. Before you start kind of running ads or marketing the stuff that that you have. Mm. So really, I would argue that it's about putting yourself out there. Yes, this is one channel, and we have this many listeners. So. I would argue that maybe building that brand Mm. for yourself, the Min Lee brand would be more important than the curriculum Mm. per se. That's all I have to offer you. Thank you. I think more people should be aware of what you can deliver. You're denying people that fact. Do better. Come on, man.
1: Yeah, Let people know yeah it's uh it's marketing right or rather it's yeah helping not selling yeah let's just put it that way <laughs>
0: yes uh, it is i think it's just branding it is a i think it's a branding thing as well mm-hmm. and, a, and an and an awareness thing it starts with kind of that Then mm-hmm. you can attract the right people that you want to coach because not everybody's going to be the right person for you i've you know i'm finding that with kind of clients that i work with as well mm-hmm. So kind of figuring it out along the way there you go yeah so what is what is going to be your next step about this coaching thing that you want to do
1: I think playing the long game essentially Um, so starting with awareness like you said right Mm. and as cliche as it may sound create content <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but it's true yeah. it, is, it is true it is true yeah so creating
1: content essentially um and try to help as many people as i can when i say people i should mm. define basically young professionals anyone yeah, 20 to 30 still figuring things out mm. um and so i watched a mark manson i don't know if you've heard of mark manson oh um,
0: the sort of law of not giving a fuck yep yeah so yeah. Do you know have we spoke about this Do you know he's got a movie coming out
1: i heard he mm-hmm. sold his rights oh, well it was on a tim Ferriss podcast right he was mentioned it?
0: uh but yeah he's he's starring in it oh really yeah oh, i didn't know that he, yeah i think he's a i think he's a lead actor in mm-hmm. it so they basically turned the turned the book into a movie nice uh yeah, yeah sorry please continue
1: yeah so i watched a a video um YouTube video that he put out, I think a few days ago, mentioned like how to how to how to be ahead of ninety nine percent of the people, um, and he mentioned it's not about the process, it's not about the execution, mm. um, it's about the contrarian idea, and the idea has to be correct, and then you have to execute it massively on that idea, so it's these three components. That gets you ahead of ninety nine percent of the people.
0: That's interesting. Do you have a contrarian view on something?
1: I don't know if it's contrarian enough, but my my belief, the reason why I want to help twenty to thirty year olds, young professionals, just got into the, maybe it's their first first job, second job, mm. and this is figuring life out. My view is that rather than figuring everything else in the world, mm. like figure yourself out. Like build that self awareness. I, I, I truly believe self awareness is the, is the number one thing that everyone should have, and the reason why I'm so big on self awareness mm-hmm. is because so how it started is, you know over at well back then was super right yeah super hands, um, when I fr- first became a manager I, I read books about okay how do you how do you be a manager and the, the number one thing that stuck with me is your self mastery. Or your self-management. Okay. I'm surprised that that. So Julie, Zoe, uh, making yeah. a manager. Yep. Yeah. It's only one chapter that talks about self-management, when actually that should be the entire book, because if you can't manage yourself, you don't know who you are, how you lead yeah. your team, that could affect everything else. So. If you're not aware of your leadership style, you're not aware of you know what, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are. How can you delegate effectively? How can you manage your team effectively? And as these young professionals, twenty and thirties, they are going to be managers or leaders at some point. In there, in so why not start start now as they're trying to figure. When you're twenty to thirties, that's the prime time to try things out and build that self awareness, right? Mm so and if you don't have like a guide or someone to to help ask you the right questions to build that self-awareness you're just going to coast through life and when you come to that that time where oh now i need to manage team or or lead a team how do i do that so essentially it's playing that long game it's (laughs) what i'm doing what i like to do with with these you know group of people is in 20 30 40 years time they are going to be creating Way better organizations, way happier teams, more collaborative teams that actually produce great results. That is the end game.
0: I like it. Obviously, I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. When? Why is this so important to you? Like what happened? Or didn't it happen, I suppose. Could be a better question. Uh,
1: I don't know. I I, I, I do believe that... <laughs> Leadership is is a very essential skill, right? Mm. And it has to start with your yourself, that self awareness and self mastery, self management. Um, if you can't do that effectively, how can you manage or lead a team?
0: Do you think you have
1: a? You've
0: built that self awareness.
1: It's an ongoing thing, I would say. Yeah. Like
0: we we talked this morning
1: about the universe. No, <laughs> we did, and ourselves. Yeah, there's so much that we don't know that we don't know about outside in the, you know, out whatever that's out there. Mm. Um, similarly, within ourselves, like I, I see ourselves as a reflection of the bigger universe. There's also within ourselves the, the stuff that we don't know about ourselves, and it is through trying things and then reflecting and learning from it that we know ourselves. You, you can't just Discover you have to do it and then reflect Um, That is why I say 20 to 30s. That's the best time to to try many different things If you're in your 40s or 50s, hopefully you've you know, you've tried enough to know okay. Yeah, these these are the things that Align with me.
0: My values are solid Um, Come on, man, you know, that's bollocks I Sorry, I think the the reason why that is that mm-hmm. I don't think there was that kind of um, drive behind self awareness and mental well being or mental fitness as a uh, as our man Simonson calls it. Mm-hmm. Great podcast by the way. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. I'll sit in the mud with you. Um, so you might not have been you might have been working a job mm-hmm. when you, back then, and now you're in your forties, fifties, sixties now you have a bit more time to actually sit and reflect yeah so i don't think it's ever too late it's okay to try and fail yeah, yeah. Even, even
1: later on i agree i agree but i'm trying to front load that whole experience yeah. to the 20s and 30s so they don't yeah. make the same i wouldn't call them mistakes
0: but they you give them more control i suppose yeah i've realized they say that a lot i suppose Looking back on some of the videos, I'm going to try and cut that out of my lexicon, (laughs) Yeah, I suppose. (laughs)
1: It's, well, on on awareness. Mm. Like, doing this podcast, I realize I'm being more aware of how I speak and trying to not use as much ums and ahs and just try to pause more often. How's that going for you? Yeah, I'm being more conscious of how I speak. So oh, I love that's, it. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> and
0: we've got your mic turned up as well. So that's the second one, like building out your coaching thing. Yeah. Mm.
1: And for the third one, let's do a quick pause to reset the camera. And, Already?
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. 30 minutes. I'll keep this rolling for now. And we're back. And we're back. That was a an intermission before we go on to our third one that you're looking to achieve, do, focus more on
1: this year. Yeah, the one would be being in a healthy romantic relationship. Shouldn't that be number 1 for you? <laughs> I don't know. Uh I've, yeah, it's At this point I feel like I it's I'm like forcing it to happen. I I don't it doesn't feel natural to me. Um Has it ever? I don't know. I don't think I've I've set it as a goal. Let's just put it that way. So yeah.
0: Is that why it feels forced? Because it's actually you've set it as a goal and now it's become more of a focus. So therefore, by virtue of that it now feels forced.
1: Maybe forced is not the right well. We say forced mm, or intentional? Hmm. Like you have to make an effort. Let's just put it that way rather than um using the the word forced yeah 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 making intentional effort and is that a bad thing you say like it's a bad thing no it's it's tough man it's uh, (laughs) (laughs) and you you also learn a little bit about yourself um and when you get advice from from other people but oh yeah you should try this you should try this um and you try and you realize okay you know what mm, maybe you just stick with what actually like so i've realized like apps probably isn't the best way or rather i don't enjoy it the the swiping
0: and swiping yeah, and continuous swiping <laughs> yeah. swiping forever yeah 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 um, is, it, is it the act of the swiping or the interactions that you're actually having,
1: or rather the lack of interactions? It's okay. mainly just swiping.
0: Okay. So still haven't seen your profile, by the way. Ah, uh. <laughs> I really want to.
1: <laughs> okay. But yeah, I realize apps are probably not not my
0: main channel of
1: acquisition, just for or lead lead funnel um
0: so for, so for other people that might pick up on this yeah. and be like you know what that's not right for me either what are the what are the other methods you're looking at
1: so what i'm going to be doing differently mm. for the next quarter so i can report to my shareholders
0: yeah. uh i want to be part of that yeah <laughs> yeah uh
1: it's just being in or rather putting myself in different places mm. um I think that is a better way to to meet people rather than just online, so probably signing up for a class pass joining <laughs> doing yoga not because to just to meet people but also to stretch and recover from all the hard rides that that I'm doing Ooh. Ooh. Um, right. she's okay, yeah, so yeah, signing up for class pass and join all these things that benefit me and i also get to meet new people essentially
0: um no extra time spent how is that gonna play into the fact that you're more uh self-described as an introvert are you going to be able to go to classes and approach people and spark up a conversation Mm. have you thought that far ahead
1: not really, but I think when it comes down to it,
4: mm.
1: so the thing is, don't go with friends. If you're an introvert, never go to. Well, I guess this is a reflection of myself. Yeah. Um, and I'm giving advice to myself. Okay. Don't go to. <laughs> if you're if you're trying something new and you're trying to meet new people, don't go with friends, because then you you're more than likely just
0: stick with your friends yeah. or people that you're comfortable with. So I think that's general advice. <laughs> rather than just for introverts. Because <laughs> even like as an extrovert, if I go to a networking event and I see friends that are there, I will naturally flock to that because mm. it's following a path of least resistance. Yeah. And comfortable and safe, right? Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Exactly. Well, I guess that's general advice. So don't go with friends. And when you're put in that situation, you just gotta speak to people. Um and I guess with my first goal of being more vulnerable, and um, that also helps put my guard down because yeah. I'm naturally not a trusting person. Uh, really? Yes. How come? I don't know. At some point in my life, maybe I've been hurt. <laughs> trauma does not exist. That. <laughs> and that's what I'm trying to change right now, right? Okay. So we, we talk about trauma. Yes, I realize that is who I am, right? And I know yeah. it's not serving me. We can change. So when's your first class? I've not signed up. <sighs> uh, <laughs> like I said, past past month is just fully on work, which I don't have. I feel like I've I've put aside everything, mm. just to work, which I know is not healthy. Um,
0: yeah. Unhealthy is, I would say, subjective depending on what you're trying to achieve. Mm. If you have a primary focus, which is work and building something, then if you're happy doing that or you're experiencing flow, mm. well, whilst doing that, that's cool. But if it's not aligned with what you want to do, then yeah, maybe readjust.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I can offer up some advice on this meeting new people thing. Mm. Please do. Entry and exit. So stand at the entrance and the exit, (laughs) Um, be a bouncer. Pretty much. Sorry. If your name's not down, you're not coming in. It was an (laughs) old (laughs) old advert from back in the UK. Um, so this is so normally, especially in sales as well, Mm -hmm. um, which is talking to people, then you would have a way to engage with somebody, which is what are your opening questions? Mm. So if you have those opening questions and you want to you know, have an ability to talk to somebody, then having a just a handful of questions, two, three questions that, of how you'd normally open up a conversation, mm. that helps reduce the anxiety because you can test those questions and just memorize them. Mm. And then you'd have the conversation in the middle where there's a bit of back and forth of human interaction. Uh, and then you have, and I think this is one thing that people do miss, how are you going to leave a conversation? Mm. Like, what is my, what are my exit questions or what are my exit statements? Mm. Oh, it's been lovely talking to you. Maybe we can catch up again soon. Or, hey, if you've got a number, maybe you can drop you a message and we can mm. catch up for tea or coffee sometime or something else. So you know how you're going to start a conversation and you know how you're going to end a conversation. So you know how you can mm. get into it. And you know how you can leave it. So if it's not going very well, you'll be like, oh, you know, it's been really nice to, to meet you. I'm going to go and find some other people to kind of chat to,
2: mm-hmm.
0: catch up with you soon. For me, in particular, maybe I'm giving advice to to you, but it's really for me. I just find it's it's easier on my uh mm. on my brain because I don't know if you've noticed this, but pretty much every social interaction follows a certain flow, which it is just that you have your opening mm. which is your um what do they call your icebreakers your shooting the shit, mm-hmm. your how's the weather kind of thing. Then you have your you got start, then you got your middle bit, your meat of the conversation, what you actually want to get to, um, outlining the objective, understanding the other person, they understand you, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And then you have your end, your exit. Um, and it follows that natural flow, whether that's on a sales call, whether that's in a social interaction, um, whether that's on a phone call, whether that's in person. I found by and large, it's all the same. Mm. And we all have these cues that we recognize, whether that's an upward inflection or downward, however you would want to call it. Yeah. Okay. But you can sense when a conversation is coming to a close mm. by the tone at which somebody's using, the words that they're saying, or their body, 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 body movements, language. Thank you, <laughs> by that uh, body language. So you can sense when people want to leave a conversation or stick in a conversation. Mm. So it's easy to identify these trigger things if you're aware of them. So as long as you have your own cues, your own questions that you want to use, I found that's a really easy way to enter into a conversation. Mm. It's easy for me to say this because I... I would say I'm more on the extroverted side of things, i.e. I gain energy from interacting with new people and building new relationships. I just love it because I'm curious to find out more about people. Mm. Um, but maybe if you're on more on the introverted side of things where it's fucking exhausting to meet new people and you're just like, oh God, I just want to be out of this, unless it's a fulfilling conversation. So I'm a I'm aware that this advice might fall under deaf ears for some. Mm. I don't know if you thought about that. Have you ever thought about it in that way?
1: No, I have not. Mm. Um, I think it comes down to expectation as well. Mm. Yeah. So, not having that—that. That, um, what do you call that? Pressure? Not really pressure. But I guess with expectations come, comes pressure if you know, if, if, if you don't meet expectations. So what the, anyway.
0: What, what are the expectations?
1: I guess expecting that, oh, everyone you meet is going to be, what do you call that? That you, you'll be able to connect with everyone that you meet. but So just dropping all expectations. I think that that, that is my first step, really. Mm. And then preparing, like you said, yeah, what are some of the conversation starters? Uh, yep, that I could have in my back pocket.
0: <laughs> you could uh, carry them around.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Please hold. Them. Let me get my uh,
0: noise. <laughs> Honestly, you could put it in your wallet. So uh, my old boss used to have a laminate card that he would keep in his wallet, with and he called them the five golden questions.
1: Mm-hmm. Would you want to share what those
0: five golden questions are? I don't even know. Oh man, uh, it was so <laughs> long ago. It was so long ago. But every interaction doesn't need to be a sale. Mm. if you know if you know what you're looking for and when you're engaging with somebody it doesn't necessarily it might not click Mm -hmm. but at least you're aware of that and it helps Okay, if you want to think understand, not date Mm -hmm. (laughs) rather than think help not sell, Mm -hmm. then it makes those interactions a little bit easier reduces Mm -hmm. the stress or expectation on yourself. It's like, I just want to get to know this person. And Mm -hmm. it might work out, it might not. They might be a great friend, they might not. And that's okay. Yep, That's why I think about it. That's why I'm really curious to get to know people. Mm. Book recommendation for you. You ever heard of a book called The Game?
1: You've mentioned it before.
0: So The Game is a book on pickup artists Mm -hmm. written by Neil Strauss. And it's all about how to, it was his journey going from a journalist to into the world of pickup artists. It's basically the game of picking up and attracting women.
2: Mm.
0: And it's a really interesting book on the psychology of relationships. And, all right, there's quite a bit in there that I wouldn't agree with. But if you can pick up on some of the, the tips mm. and use them for good, Excuse me a minute. Well, hopefully this is okay. Sorry, Microsoft Teams is trying to interrupt with this. Um, and they use them for good, then it can just help with those social interactions. Uh, yeah, some people might use them for bad, but then it's not a superpower if it can't be used for evil, I suppose. Um, hmm. But yeah, I would recommend that because it's a really interesting take on how to, how to engage with people in social settings. Hmm. And obviously knowing you and how you learn through reading, this could be a a good a good place to start. I wonder if I have it. I think I do. There it is. Hmm. Okay, this is this book is kind of falling apart. Do you wanna do you wanna borrow it? Sure, yeah. Okay, thank you. you. Should check it out. It's actually a really mm. fun book to read as well, just as he goes through this journey, um, and this self-discovery. So he's mm-hmm. a um, he's not a big guy, he's not a built guy, he's not the most attractive guy or anything like that, it just goes on to show what's possible by knowing, so knowing and understanding uh, human psychology. Mm. Oh man, check it out, for sure. So we spoke a lot today about your goals. Yeah, we did. I've kind of enjoyed it. There was some other stuff I wanted to talk to you about as well. Yes, please. I think, you know, I think we picked up on quite a bit of this. Um, I don't know, where, 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 would, where would I start with this? It's called all kind of intertwined, I suppose. I think one of the things here that's kind of sticking out to me is what do you stand for? And I don't know if we've spoken about that before.
2: Mm.
0: Have we? Have we been through that? Values and beliefs, and like, what do you... Our personal values and beliefs. Yeah. No, I don't think we have. We haven't? I thought that might have been one of the first ones we did, because I suppose this comes down to this self-reflection stuff as well, and mm-hmm. self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the things that I did early on in my career, and this was just by pure luck as well, not by me seeking out these things because I'm a fucking genius or whatever. Um, so yeah it was back in it was 2014 when I started to do this when I uh, I managed to find a coach have I told you about this? no I don't think so Um, so when I moved into um, a management position I didn't have a clue what I was doing and I found a Dale Carnegie course online I'm sure I've told this before anyway didn't matter um and yeah this was a the dale carnegie course was on on leadership Mm -hmm. so i attempted to sign up for it but then the course had already started and there wasn't another one for about six months and being the sales development rep that i was i called the dale carnegie center here the training center and asked them who was actually running the course, and they gave me the name of the, the person, which is this lady called Nikki Vescovi. Um, and I basically dropped her a LinkedIn message, I'm gonna share it with you, to say that I'd missed the course, but it'd be really interesting to have a catch up with her before she left, because she's actually from the US and she was teaching it here. Mm-hmm. And she said, look, I straight after the course, I'm driving to the airport, but if you want to, you can meet me at the airport and I can, have a conversation with you there. And this was 2014, so it was now, geez, my God, it's nearly a decade ago. So yeah, nine years ago, I didn't have a car or anything like that. So I jumped in a grab. Might have just been a normal or taxi. taxi yeah. yeah, it would have been a normal taxi at the time, damn. And then met her at the airport for a quick conversation. Uh, I really enjoyed the chat I had with her. And she's like, I know you don't exactly have loads of cash, but maybe we can work something out. Um, and she went back to the US. I think she was based in LA at the time, and I was still here. And we did some virtual coaching, and we agreed a I think we agreed a, a payment schedule, a reduced rate, or something, so she could work with me, which is really awesome. And that's when she ran me through a values exercise, mm. which is this awareness about what do you stand for, what. What are your beliefs? What are your trigger points? You know, when you get like a personality clash, it's like why why do certain people piss you off or why do you get triggered by certain things? Mm. Um, and it gave me this, it started me on this journey of doing this on an annual basis. So, like, mm. okay, What's most important for me? Um, and then that's when I started to do this with the team internally as well. So I know we did it, um, but then it just allows you to, kind of interact with team members on a more personal level as well. So people like have high values, like whether that's family or it could be money for whatever reason, it could be career growth. Mm -hmm. But when you have one-to-one interactions with people, it allows you to speak to their values and understand their point of view. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily have to agree with it, but you understand where they're coming from because we might not have all the same values. It's just natural. Um, But then at least you know someone's personal beliefs and what they stand for. Mm. And to your point, when you know what you're standing for, when you know what you stand for, you understand the behaviors that you have. So I'm a big believer that your values drive your behaviors, both consciously and subconsciously, like Mm. the things that you do are aligned with your values. So you can't really lie to yourself um because you just do the things that you do Mm. you have these habits and habits are formed by the behaviors that you do on a regular basis Mm -hmm. and i believe that those behaviors are driven by the values that you have so yeah i I don't know where this kind of came from and i think i was just more curious from you as well in terms of do you have like these values written down or anything like that have you been through recently
1: i do have them as part of my annual review. Yeah. Um I can pull it up if we want to. Yeah, um not? I think the main one, top of mine, comes down to in integrity or accountability. Yeah. You know, let's just put it that way. Um right, let's see here. So what I value, yeah, top one integrity. Having principles and values. Um, Second one, trust and honesty. Third, excellence. Not perfection, but excellence. Difference? Perfection is getting it 100% right. Excellence is executing and making sure that you're giving more than 100%.
0: How do you know if you're giving more than 100%? Well,
1: at the end of the day, you you ask yourself, have I given it my all, right? Yeah. Am I doing good work? You be your own judge of whether you're putting out excellent work. Um, So for me, I I cannot stand mediocre work. (laughs) Uh, Anyone can do mediocre. But to truly excel, you have to put in effort. So when I say excellence, it's, it's, it really comes down to effort and thoughtfulness, right? Right. Um, which comes down to my fourth point, which is thoughtfulness. Mm. I value thoughtfulness. Like why is something designed so well? It's because someone has put a lot of thought into it as compared to something that's not designed well.
0: So with these, the top one you said was integrity and accountability.
1: Mm -hmm. is that right integrity no integrity and having principles and values
0: how do you think that drives what you do how do you mean exactly that so i'll give you an example My, um, so looking at my values here, coming into this year after doing a reflection last year, my number one uh, is progress Mm. from a values perspective. Um, Keep moving forward, keep getting better, small steps lead to big improvements. And why this is so important for me is when, um, when I feel there's a lack of progress or when I feel there's stagnation or not moving forward, um, I'm not happy
2: mm.
0: like I feel sluggish, mm-hmm. just demotivated, and by virtue of that, it's like, well, when you reflect, it's like, why am I feeling this way? Mm. It comes down to this this lack of lack of progress mm. and therefore, I need to do something in order to push that progression, mm. so what does that look like, and then I start to do. I don't want to say start to do more but I start to focus on the things that I can do in order to push that progress whether that's Mm -hmm. from a work or career perspective, business perspective whether that's savings or financial perspective and then from a fitness perspective as well Mm -hmm. Um, so I use these as a uh, what would I say, as a map I suppose in order to keep me on track. Mm. That's what I mean. Right. About.
1: Okay. So for me, integrity would be based on the values that I have, right? Mm. Um, I stay true to it. Like I take actions according to to mm. it. For example, like you said, okay, yeah, let's do a podcast. Stick to it. Right. Mm. Um, and not flip like, or be flipping about it. And yeah. So I think that's, that's what integrity really means to me. Um and I guess it relates to accountability. Um, um, just do what you say you're going to do. Yeah.
0: Okay. My second one is fun. Hmm. Yeah. If I'm not having fun, then what's the point? Maybe you don't want to get too philosophical about it. But 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 You know when we were talking about the universe? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, this morning. Really, when you think... When you zoom out Mm. and you look at us being here, if you're really not having fun or enjoying the stuff that you do, yeah, you go through shitty times or whatever, but then really, what is the actual point? We are so insignificant in the grand scheme of things, then we might as well just be having a good time along the way. Mm. I am a... And I don't mean by having fun, you should be shitting on other people. And I don't mean that I I wanna push progress by stepping over people and treating people badly, by the way. Progress is just for me. Um, I think, so we have the values and it's underpinned by, uh, I don't know if it's an OS, an operating system that Mm. each of us have or whatever, but we have our limits of what we will and will not do. So I suppose it's values and ethics and morals, I suppose. I suppose there it is again. God, I need to cut that out. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think fun is a big part of life. Mm. Whether that's in work or playtime. But yeah, if we're not having fun, really, what's the fucking point? So how do you create fun? Or
1: rather, do you seek fun or say no to things that are not fun. Like how 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 do you do that?
0: Um, so, I what's the best way to word this? By being really good at my work stuff.
2: Mm.
0: So by doubling down on that. When I say doubling down, really taking it very seriously reading, learning, upskilling on the the stuff that can compensate me well. Mm. Because when I do that, it means that I can have a greater impact in a shorter amount of time. Mm. And it also means that when I turn up and I'm skilled in this domain, mm. then I can also have some fun with it. right? Because I'm not constantly stressing about what am I going to do next, what am I going to do in this situation or this scenario, what, if, what happens if things mm. go badly. Um, because you're constantly trying to prepare for these scenarios and doing well in that career or work. Mm. So fun can, by doing that, it can kind of release that pressure, so you can have fun in your work and then outside of work as well. Mm. That's how I view it, even like doing stuff like this. How do you prepare coming into this? How do you, excuse me, how do you prepare going into negotiations or tough conversations? So okay? Well, if if you're skilled enough, or you're constantly a work in progress to work towards excellence, then you can start to have some fun with it as well.
2: Yeah.
0: I think it comes down to this idea of confidence and competence. If you can build on your competence yourself, that's why I'm a big believer in self-learning, because you build that competence, which then I believe leads to that confidence mm-hmm. in that domain. So when we talk about um, like going into social interactions if you know and you're skilled in the process mm. then it frees you to have some fun with those interactions i know how i'm going to open this conversation i know there's going to be some more conversation here and i know how i'm going to exit mm. and therefore i can relax into this and just have a good time if you don't if you don't take these parts of your life seriously in terms of whether that's the career stuff or the finance stuff then it's difficult to release that pressure because you're constantly stressed about how am I going to have fun in this when I need to be on my toes the entire time?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So the fun part comes from being skilled in the stuff that you want to do, the competency side of things. I don't know if that answers your question. I don't know if you mm-hmm. have a similar thought on that. be interesting to, to hear.
1: Yeah, so it comes down to, it's. it sounds like it comes down to mastery, right, of... And when you're actually a master of a particular skill or domain, Mm. then it becomes play. So Mm. play is fun, right? So if you're an amateur tennis player and you're playing against, I don't know, Roger Federer. for For him, it's probably like, ah, this is fun. It's it's play, right? But for you, you're like stressing out. Oh man, how do I how do I return all these? Uh, yeah, all these, yeah, ex- exactly. So it comes down to mastery and like um, what Mihai Chicks and Mihai mentioned about flow. It's, I, I, it's really, in that, I really
0: want to see if you're pronouncing that right. Is that? I'm pretty sure it's yeah, yeah, yeah okay, okay, okay. It's
1: uh, yeah, it's in it, you when you're in a state of flow. It's mm. like. Oh wow! It's it's enjoyable. Time passes by without noticing. It's fun in a way when yeah. you when you've mastered a skill. Yeah. Everything seems easy. It becomes effortless. Um, would you associate that with fun, right?
0: Easy and effortless. My my thir- first thought on that is complacency. And if it's easy, would you get bored? So doesn't he talk about like there's a not a window, but there's an idea between it's it's within your grasp, but it's still challenging.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's what makes it fun. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, okay, I've got a certain level of comf- uh, competence and confidence going into this, but there's still that element of, oh, I've got some sweaty palms going on. Mm. You know, I've got this a small amount of anxiety. I think, oh, what did I watch recently? And it talks, I think it was that Diary over a CVO. Mm. And uh, somebody was asking the um, athletes about, oh, you know, are you nervous? Mm. And every single one of them, it's like 100% success, right? It was, um, mm. they said, I'm excited. So it's how you perceive that rush mm. that you get. And I suppose... I suppose um, if you're in that state of I'm not good enough or you don't have that mindset of I've prepared enough for this mm. and you haven't been coached correctly then you could be in that state of imposter syndrome and I'm nervous and I don't know what I'm doing here mm. whereas if you've been coached and pointed in the right direction and learn how to frame that feeling that you get in from that anxiousness into excitement then the the reaction you're having to the situation, however you're feeling, can then be used for, productively, Mm. for you rather than against you. I don't know how we got there, but I think that's a, uh, I enjoyed that analogy that was given, the the anxiousness and excitement, and I wish I could use that when I was flying.
1: I'm excited (laughs) to get on
0: this plane. (gasps) <gasps> I know, it's a weird thing. Flying. Yeah. Or this fear of. Mm. I don't know what it is. Anyway, the third one I've got here for my values, I mean, in total, I, I noted down 12 I've got here, and I think I've shared this before. Um, Freedom of choice. Mm. Um, And I think that should have been really important for me um, and also you know when i was in the financial planning game it was really important for me because that was my belief you know when giving financial advice as well the idea was how do you give people the freedom of choice in the future this idea of savings and investment and allowing them that freedom to do what they want when they want to with whom they want to do it you know whenever mm. um whether that's in their later years whether that's sooner, I don't know. But I, and I, when I've been reflecting on it, I think that's why I really enjoyed the work that I did in financial planning because you can help people achieve that. And then when we come back to the, you know, the Daniel Pink stuff, mm. autonomy, mastery, and purpose. And I think it comes down to that autonomy as well. Mm. Um, yeah. I, Maybe we're now get kinda of getting into it just later on, but this idea of you you're born and then you kinda of go to school and then you work a nine to five for somebody else and then you perish. <laughs> and then, like that's it. It's or you or there's I haven't I haven't read into this, but there's riots in cities in France at the moment because they've just increased the retirement age by two years. Have you heard about this?
1: I don't read the news anymore.
0: Yeah, I, so this was from a conversation I had when I went out for a ride uh, last week. So I can't comment too much on it. Cause I don't. I it's just headline listening. Mm. Um, and apparently, does the the pension scheme there is tied heavily to to government. So if you're tied heavily to the government, you, then you're restricted with mm. your freedom to choose when when you work or when you don't work. Um, so it's one of those things. very constrained, and it's, yeah. It's, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a weird one to think that that's all, all, all it is. If you go to the, the quote like life is not a rehearsal.
1: I've heard something similar.
0: Yeah. Like, it's not a warm up, right? This is it. Yeah. Like this isn't. It's, it's not like a. We're not pre gaming. Yeah, here.
1: life is not a practice.
0: Yeah, and I think we get so stuck in the day to day that it's difficult to pull ourselves out and realize that. And then in a blink of an eye, it's the end of March. It's the end of March, 2023. Mm-hmm. Four mo- three months. Oh my god, I can't even, I can't even calculate. Three months of the year has disappeared already. Yep. You know, I was talking to my brother about this when we were over in Pakistan. It only feels like Christmas yesterday when mm. we were talking about going on this trip and it's over. Yep. And it's gone. And it's just crazy how quick time goes. Yeah. Don't reflect on that enough. Hmm. Now I'm reflecting on it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, oh like, oh my god. Yeah. But it's a good reminder. That's why I enjoy doing yeah. these because it's a good reminder for, for me. I, Sorry if I've stolen this, but it, it's um yeah, it's really not. It's not a. It's not a rehearsal. Like mm. I mentioned this before, but we, no one gets out alive. We're all heading in one direction.
2: Yep.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm still writing my obituary. You are. I am. It's Can't... given me some clarity on who do I want to be. Right. I think you're you're pretty big on oh, the yeah. who you, who you become rather than what you what you do and what you achieve right yeah um,
0: yeah so working on that but would you share that with me and when, when it's done or yeah yeah, yeah.
1: i'm i'm writing it for my newsletter which is still late i'm supposed to have it done by sunday
0: you know a thought came to mind when i asked that question do you think that if you're um writing this with the intention to share it with others it's going to restrict what you say i think so and don't share it
1: or rather just write it and share it anyway
0: i would i would say yes to that <laughs> my fear is that you you would still restrict yourself because there's going to be other eyeballs on it mm. and coming back to what you mentioned before about needing to be more open trusting and vulnerable mm. because that's still a work in progress you still might restrict yourself because that is in essence, the, like a big vulnerability. Mm. This is what I want people to say about me when I'm not around.
2: Mm.
0: Write it for yourself and sit, <laughs> and just say it. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. It's 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 already in progress.
0: I just need, <laughs> I just need to complete it. I love um, it. Um, I, I don't. Is there anything else you kind of want to touch on today? I mean, there's a bunch of stuff I wanted to talk about, but. Yeah
1: just to wrap up i guess yeah well, what when you mentioned about time passes so fast yeah um oftentimes we look back at um the past mm. with
0: regret it's
1: okay uh someone's playing the drums uh, yeah. you know what that is it's a cat it's a cat <laughs> playing <ride>. the drums <laughs> i'd pay to see that <laughs> i would i would i would um yeah, I I catch myself. Well, recently, right? Because mm-hmm. um, we had a retrospective at, at work, mm-hmm. um, and obviously you look back at okay, what worked, what didn't work, and um, I I catch myself when looking back at oh, what could have been done better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so what the the point I'm trying to make is when we look back. Mm. and see oh wow time has passed and what wow, wow, have we accomplished and mm. all these things we we shouldn't look at it with a lens of regret or um or judgment that things should have been better mm-hmm. but rather focus on the on the present and and, and the future and like okay this is how i'm gonna appreciate the time more and Make the best use of of time. Yeah. because um, I don't think it, it 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 serves us well when we ruminate on um, the past um, and assign what should have. Because at that point in time, we we probably didn't have enough information. For example, and we did yeah. what we. As long as you're always doing what, which comes down to excellence. Yeah. If you're doing, you're putting a hundred and ten percent effort every single point in time. Mm then really you shouldn't be judging what should have been better because at that point in time you 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 gave your 110%. I'm,
0: I'm so with you on this one Donald but I'm yes that's why I'm a big believer in all this learning and upskilling because if you're if you're giving as much as you possibly can and I say that rather than 100 100% 110% hundred and thirty percent as much as you can at that moment in time mm. because fuck me I gave as much as I possibly could last week on this podcast, which was eleven <laughs> percent. But that's all I had. Yep. And I don't think we can judge ourselves on that. Maybe I should, but really that's all I could that's all I could possibly give mm-hmm. at that moment in time. Sometimes we're not at our best. And that's why I need people like you in my life to help pick up the pieces where mm-hmm. I'm not at a hundred percent or barely fifty percent. So if you can give all that you can at that moment in time, when you reflect back, it's like, oh my God. This is what I could give at the time. And I've learned so much since then. So what can I now do moving forward? Mm -hmm. And we can use it as a guidepost. We can, I, another thing that I kind of wanted to pick up on today was this idea of experiences. You know, I reflect back on some of the great times that I've had, it's experiences over stuff, like paying money to have experiences with people. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: It's so much more fulfilling than buying gifts. I suppose.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Fuck, I suppose. I've got to remove that. I've got, I'm gonna have to. But <laughs> well, maybe we can talk about that another time.
2: Mm.
0: But experiences, yeah, man. And that's maybe maybe I need to put that in as my Q2 onwards goals. Mm. But I got a bunch of experiences coming up for sure.
1: Oh yeah, we have to talk about that in our next uh, episode.
0: Are we gonna do another episode? Yeah, this is, yeah.
1: We should, we should continue uh, until we hit 10.
0: Until we hit 10? What happens when we hit
1: 10? Then we'll hit 100. The first 10 is the hardest.
0: <laughs> is, is that what you read? No, I made it up. Oh, yeah, you it sounded so convincing. You, it was, you could have <laughs> just said, yeah, it's fine. Um, another thing I was thinking about, just to kind of wrap, literally wrap, 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 wrap up. Put a bow on it. I'll yeah. put a bow on it. Do we, do you think these conversations have a negative um, undertone. Could we talk about a lot of stuff like reflecting, and imposter yeah. syndrome and, kind of, and I, I, I It's might hope that they have like a positive impact on people, but is mm-hmm. there a negative undertone? Do we need to inject some positivity into this or is there positivity in it by what people can take away?
1: Oh, really i question. don't know okay um i think that's something for
0: the audience to tell us so we can ask the three people that have listened to this. yeah oh, that, that was on youtube so <laughs> <laughs> i love the thumbnails by the way you are smashing out the pot. i don't know how you do it so i was looking at the thumbnail thumbnails last night i was like wow these are really
1: good <laughs> yeah i need more photos of you and myself so <laughs> really good i could share Put some yeah.
0: i could share some uh, google photos hmm. drives but I'd need to filter them. Yeah. <laughs> <would>. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, I've got to yeah. prepare for a meeting mm-hmm. and I've very much enjoyed, the le- especially the later part of this conversation. I think one of the things I need, need to do better coming on to these is eat mm. before doing them. I think I've performed better when I've consumed some sort of food.
1: All right. Soon uh, we'll have food on the table.
0: Uh, can, can, it's not an ASMR like, yeah. show. I mean, imagine <laughs> like, yeah. What, yeah. what could be a really gross thing to peanut butter? If I sat here and ate peanut butter off a spoon. <laughs> 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 that is gross. Sorry. All right. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, man.
1: All right. See you next time. Great week. one. See ya. Bye. Bye.